0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right. And we're back here. Uh, another Spooktober episode. We're, oh, yeah. We're doing Feeling more horror spooks. movies, more horror comics. We're doing it for the whole month. Um, I, I think the we talked about our schedule already. Obviously, today is going to be, you might have seen it from the title of the episode. It's going to be alien themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Xenomorphs, as they're called. Oh, as yeah. they're known. Uh, no Predator this time. That was later.
1: Yeah. Have you ever seen that?
0: Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. Yeah, I have.
1: Okay. Yeah, I never got. I saw the old Freddy vs. Jason, but I never saw Alien vs. Predator. I
0: saw it a while ago. I I don't remember it being, like, abysmally bad.
1: But I mean, I, I, I don't would remember hope. I would it being good. Yeah, I would hope it's just, like, a campy action movie.
0: Like, yeah. If I remember correctly, they really, like, dumbed down the aliens to make the Predators seem cooler, but that's all, all I remember. I was going to say, because at face level, I feel like the alien would wipe the floor of the Predator. Yeah, you would think, but I don't know. But yeah, I, I do I'll have to go back and watch we'll it, We'll have maybe. to go back. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to watch it. There are <laughs> Alien vs. Predator uh, comics as well. So oh, that's yeah, definitely, true. that's definitely something that would qualify for this podcast. Yeah, you never know. Um, if this is your first time joining us, uh, that might have been a preview right there. That's what we do every week. We'll read uh, one comic book and then find a movie or TV show adaptation that was based on that comic book and then compare them together. We'll do one and then the other. Uh, It's kind of like a book club mixed with like a movie club kind of thing, except this week we're doing something a little bit different, because it's alien-themed. Obviously, the movie Alien came first, Yep. so actually what we're doing this week is we're going to watch the Alien movie and then cover the adaptation, which is the comic book. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're actually going to do it in flip order. I think we're going to talk about the movie first this week, just for that reason. I think we did that when we uh, talked about Power Rangers as well. I think so, yeah. yeah. So say yeah, this
1: isn't the first time. That'll
0: be the general rule. We'll always do the adaptation second. Yeah, yeah. Um so so that's our, our plan is to do a bunch of horror themed episodes for the week. Uh, this week we're doing Alien, next week we're going to be doing Hellblazer. Um, which we I did finally decide what we're going to be doing. I, cool. asked for, I asked for some recommendations. We are, we're we're going to be doing the first arc in uh, Garth Ennis's Hellblazer run. Oh, dope. Um, so that that'll be interesting to pick up. It's a little bit later than obviously because we actually read his. Actually, we didn't get that far, but we read the book I've where he appears it, yeah. in Swamp Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's where he starts. That version of Hellblazer will be like a couple. Year, i think it's like a decade later it's a little bit into the hellblazer stuff okay it still has that like very it's still very vertigo-y like you'll recognize it
1: was this like same time period like the 80s yeah
0: yeah okay it's a little bit later like i said but it's yeah yeah not too far
1: oh yeah i was i was just wondering if it was like uh you know more modern 2000s oh yeah or whatever. yeah there
0: was a more modern constantine run i was considering but i think we'll go to that when we do the um the constantine tv show the which show, i plan yeah. to eventually do yeah for sure um Because for that next week one, we actually did put that up to a vote on Twitter. I actually asked people if they wanted us to watch the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie or watch the Constantine TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, I left it up to a vote. The movie did end up winning, um, which honestly might be for the best, because I'd rather if we do the TV show, we have time to actually, like dig into it and, like, watch at least a few episodes and maybe get through, like, a whole season. I mean, it's CW, so maybe yeah. not, but.
1: Well, yeah, and, and I mean, at least do, like, a few runs of Constant, or Hellraiser right. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that'd that, be the more... That'll like, be more thing. of, like,
0: when we actually, like, dig into Constantine yeah, instead definitely. of just kind of, like, dipping our toes in. Yep. But, yeah, so if this is your first time joining us, we uh, normally will... Like kind of just, we started out doing adaptations of stuff that was ongoing, but obviously yeah. there's a pandemic, so there are no adaptations anymore. Yep. Uh, so now we're just going back and uh, watching the last 30 years of comic book adaptations. Yeah, there's, a, there's a big catalog. Yeah, we got some things to cover. Um, and, and especially when we do stuff like this, where we flip it, that gives us even more options. Yep. Um, so what we do is we'll usually talk about the comic book, like I mentioned, and then do an adaptation. We do take requests over at Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Patreon.com slash Agents of Comic Book, you can actually choose what we'll cover for that week or even up to three weeks depending on what level you pick um we have like i mentioned we have a lot of open schedule because there's nothing on this on <laughs> no the palette. Yeah. they keep giving movies release dates which, which is just so foolish. I don't <laughs> why? understand why they would do that.
1: Right. There's literally zero point because you know it's going to get get delayed and you're just going to upset the bulk of people you would have upset anyway.
0: Right. So it's like, just, just say it's indefinite. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Exactly. It'll come out whenever the pandemic's over. Yep. Cool. Which or, God knows. Or release it digitally. Yeah. Do one of the two. Just don't tell me. It'll be in theaters in, uh, in February. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. We're not buying it. <laughs> Um, eventually we'll do Black Widow, eventually we'll do Wonder Woman, eventually we'll do all that stuff. Yeah. God, when I first wrote the schedule, I had, like, a five-part Wonder Woman thing yep. scheduled as, like, our spring. Yeah. <laughs> that it was going to be a big chunk. Yeah. Oh, God. One day. Yeah, we'll get there. hopefully. And there's other Wonder Woman stuff we could cover, too. We could go deck and do an animated thing or whatever in the meantime.
1: Yeah, there's the old, the classic show and the classic movie, too. Oh, true?
0: Yeah, I forgot the Wonder yeah, Woman the, show. There's Linda a lot Carter. you can dig in there. Yeah. yeah. So, definitely. Um, but yeah, so that, so that if you want to leave your own request, you can do that there, or you can follow us on Twitter over at, uh, agents of podcast. Um, you can leave recommendations there. It's not a guarantee like it is for the podcast, but we do, uh, or sorry, like it is for the Patreon, mm. but we do take those recommendations pretty seriously. Like if, if someone who we know is a loyal listener wants us to do something, we're obviously going to do that before we do whoever, like whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, as long as it fits what we're trying to do. Like we've done that a few times, like Power Rangers was a good example or no yeah. Power Rangers was a Patreon, but yeah, there's other times we've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to call out before we get started, if you want to check back in, I just want to call this out because we're actually going to be releasing a bonus episode, so I want to call this out so people know to look for it. Um, our anniversary, our one-year anniversary for the podcast is actually coming up uh, this Friday, the 16th. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, we're at, uh, I think it'll be like our 55th episode or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, we had a few jumbled in there. Yeah, we had a couple bonus episodes, too, yeah, yeah. and then we skipped a week once. Yep. Um. So it, it even mostly out. Uh, so we're going to actually, uh, on that bonus episode, we're going to be, uh, we're just going to be basically hanging out. It's going to be chill hour. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be ranking some of the books that we've done over the past year, um, which gives us, you know, like a 50 something to choose from, like I talked about on both sides. Yeah. Um, we're ranking a few different things, you know, like um, favorite artist, favorite creative team, favorite writer, uh, favorite adaptation we've done. Um, we got some fun recommendations on Twitter for things to add as well. Like, yeah, a lot uh, of good the questions. the ba- biggest what the fuck moment. I was like, how didn't I think of that? That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. A, biggest,
1: th- biggest fist pump, all that kind of stuff. Yep.
0: Yeah, especially the biggest what-the-fuck, though. I was like, I have so many contenders. What do I pick? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> We've done so many bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, I, I'm not even picking the Howard the Duck dance scene. That, that's not even the most what-the-fuck moment. That might oh, be the God, biggest no. fist pump yeah, moment. Yeah, that that's, that's up for fist <laughs> pump, no doubt. Absolutely. Howard the <laughs> Duck. If there's an award for best musical, I mean, no, no question. Oh, yeah, best musical <laughs> number. That's at the top. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to think what other there would be. Yeah, I've actually already got my list done. I did it before we recorded today, just oh, in case really? we were going to do that tonight. Oh, okay. So it's all, mine's ready to go. It's locked and loaded. Hell yeah. So I have that ready can't to go. Can't change them? I, I Can't change them. <laughs> Set in stone. I, I wrote it in ink as a tattoo on my <laughs> chest. It's going to hurt getting off. Yeah, I might. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we're going to get started on the, uh, theme of the, of the week for this week. We're going to be starting the alien, uh, content here. Like I mentioned, we're going to be doing the movie first because obviously that came first and then they started making comic books about the alien universe. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so alien existed as a movie first, obviously, and then they started making comic books about it, which I wasn't going to be sure about at first, but then I read, I saw dead orbit was kind of just like a standalone trade paperback and I read it like a year ago or so. And I was like, damn, that was really fucking good. Yeah, no, it was great. So that's when I, when I was thinking of horror adaptations to do this, this clicked in for me instantly, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're going to start out back, uh, we're going to rewind time back to the year uh 1979 that's what i thought i was gonna say but i did not want to be wrong <laughs> oh yeah back in 1979 I, I believe that we looked it up this was also after star wars right yep okay you can i don't know there was like a big sci-fi craze like in the late 70s early 80s yeah well it just struck I mean, i've seen this movie obviously way
1: back when but the one of the first things that struck me is how similar like the the models look to star wars and, yeah. i mean not like similar as in like Design-wise, just like similarly shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like, yeah. it kind of has like that, uh, especially in the opening of the movie where it's very quiet. Yeah, very like isolated, just like open space. It kind of reminds me of like that kind of feel. Oh, definitely. Um, that's one of the things I think this movie does the best is it's just like it feels so just like compact and like cramped. Um, and it is sci-fi, but it still feels like old-fashioned. A little oh, yeah. Bit. And I, I guess it's cut maybe because the technology and like the style is a little bit dated, but. It does kind of have an aesthetic to it that I like, because it, it. I honestly, I think the aesthetic ages pretty well, because I think that like, because all the computers are like super old computers and shit, you know? Yeah, like it's all like
1: the... your classic black screen with weird green text. Yeah, it looks
0: very like 80s, 90s computers. Yep. Um, But I think it is kind of cool having like spaceships and shit with that aesthetic, because I've always heard like with technology, especially advanced technology, it's always like a, a, a mix and match of like retro parts and new parts. Like, yep. If it ain't broke, they're not going to replace it.
1: Yeah, Um, totally, because it kind of seems like uh, like these these humans or whatever I'm assuming uh, they come from Earth right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah because it seems like they're at the point in their civilization where they just recently got like intergalactic space travel so everything's not like super sophisticated but they still have the means to like right. traverse planets. I, I think
0: it's advanced I mean it's advanced enough to the point where they're doing it for like commercial purposes like these aren't scientists out here. Yeah. Like, these yeah. are like miners basically. But they do I mean uh, the, Well twist we'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah there are robot men so. There is a twist. They did end up being science men. They did yeah. not mean to be that oh yeah (laughs) um but yeah i like the aesthetic because it's kind of like i've I've heard like especially like at nasa like at nasa like a lot of the computers they use are like super old because Mm -hmm. it just works and they don't want to replace it with something new that could be buggy
1: yeah because i'm pretty sure the space like uh, program computers That they use For like uh, The Houston Like command centers Almost the exact stuff They use for the original Like moon landing Right
0: So that's why When I was rewatching this I was like This actually ages better Than I thought it would Because these old computers It kind of makes sense Like yeah. you know They invented this And it's just like Don't fuck with it <laughs> Yeah like it works It works Right <laughs> Um, Some of the other style things Don't age as well Like um Dallas's whole Computer room Like where, where Mother yeah. is controlled Yeah like the that, mother room Yeah it's like Literally all like Blinky yellow lights Like all the way Even through the ceiling Yeah it
1: just it, looks like a Like a small Smoke furnace, but like a bunch of blinking lights. Yeah, it looks like Zordon's like
0: fucking uh, <laughs> headquarters in <laughs> Power act- Rangers. <laughs> no, I like that. that's actually pretty close. <laughs> yeah, like and that's the only room that's like that. That's why it mm-hmm. stands out to me because the rest of it looks very kind of old fashioned. It looks like you're on like a like an old boat or something. Yeah, totally. Um, so I so I kind of like the aesthetic of that. Um. The cool, I think the way that this movie opens up too is uh, like the whole opening sequence is just like really eerie and quiet. Like not even just when they wake up, but even after they answer the distress signal. Mm-hmm. Like going to that planet is such a cool sequence because they find like this abandoned ship. Yeah, like from some species they don't even know. Like they think it's a human distress signal at first, but then they find out it's very clearly not.
1: Yeah, and once they take like a little more time decoding the message, they're like, "Yeah, I don't think this is a SOS. I think
0: this is like a stay the fuck away." Right, <laughs> and so we actually like what we see is like the aftermath. Of a xenomorph attack, we don't know that yet. Yeah, like re this movie, you can just see it like clear as day. It's oh, pretty yeah. cool. And like, the, uh, a really cool part too is like seeing like the alien race that the xenomorphs attacked here. Yeah, because it's basically they're like giant like squid people, like mm-hmm. you only see one of them, and like he doesn't move because he's dead. Yeah, yeah, but like it's pretty cool. Like, and like the way they built it too, like practically. Um, like, so the characters can like be around it. Like, oh yeah. Like, like, like nowadays they would have made that like a CGI dead monster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like having that just be like this old, like spider webby kind of decrepit, like just corpse sitting there with like a hole in its chest. that It looks really fucking cool.
1: Yeah. No, I really like the design. Especially, and once they get inside the crashed ship too, where yeah. it's like the, the huge, okay. I don't know enough about the alien, uh, like universe or whatever, but cause that, there's like the big ass room in the ship and then there's the giant xenomorph, like skeleton,
0: well, uh, that, that's the one I was talking about. I don't think that was a xenomorph. The giant one? I think it wasn't no, inside I, the ship. I, I, no, I think that was the aliens that the xenomorphs attacked here. Oh, They were the ones who sent the warning. Okay, gotcha. Um, because he was just sitting at like a telescope. Like, that okay. wasn't a xenomorph. Oh, he, he had a hole was, in his chest. I thought that was the, chip, or the, the ship. Oh, gotcha. right. Oh, no, yeah. And he had a hole in his that chest. That makes sense. Too. So yeah. he had a chest burster come out of him.
1: Yeah, because then they just laid all the eggs there.
0: Right. So that's what I think about it. It's cool because you just see this alien race that you know nothing about, and mm-hmm. all you know is that they got fucked up by the xenomorphs. Yep. So it's pretty cool, kind of going back and seeing that, and like the way it's shot too. Like when, um, what's the guy's name who gets the face hugger? John Hurt. Yeah, John Hurt's character. I'm looking up the name now. Um, uh, duh, 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 Kane. Kane. Uh, when Kane is going like into the like where he finds the eggs, yep. there's a really really good shot. I'm gonna post all these on Twitter if anyone okay. wants to see what I'm talking about. There's a really good shot where he walks in, and the room he's in is just like massive. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a like a cathedral like tunnel. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that room is, like, really fucking cool. Because, like, the race we saw, like, sitting at the telescope, they were, like, giant people. Like, yeah. they, they looked at least, like, 10 or 11 feet tall. Yeah, they're massive. Yeah, so they have, like, giant hallways, too. So, like, seeing him, like... And you can see him walking down the stairs, like, this tiny speck mm-hmm. in the room. It's just it's such a cool shot. I love it. And then, uh... God, John Hurt gets fucked up in this movie, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, honestly, the whole face hugger thing, that's, like... That's gotta be freaking terrifying. Oh,
0: yeah, that's one of the, like that sticks with you like that's one of the more more horror like the xenomorphs are one thing like it'll grab you it'll kill you yeah yeah but, like the face hugger to me like that's worse
1: yeah i honestly i'd rather take a probiscus mouth like to the throat or to the skull than get a face hugger. oh down yeah the drag throat. me
0: through a vent any day yeah, yeah before you fucking put one of these <laughs> on <laughs> don't me. put that down my fucking throat because not only that but you have to get the face hugger it sits on your head for like a day yeah I'm just you're, fucking sitting there going yeah you're Fle-fleck.
1: i mean you're in a coma for that part so at least you're not because when john hurt when kane wakes up like he doesn't remember anything oh no, that's True. So at least you don't have that. Yeah. yeah, If you were cautious for that whole thing, that would be a living hell. Yeah. Because
0: it like puts a like a tube down its throat to like help it eat and breathe. Yep. And oxygen. Yeah. And then when he wakes up and then gets the fucking chest burster. God, that's that's the worst fate. (laughs) He he
1: gets it the worst. That's honest. The way they do that sequence is so well done, like suspense wise, because. The whole time, everyone's just like, "Yeah, he's fucked. We can't get that off. No one knows what the fuck it is. Like he's 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 a goner." And yeah. then ten minutes later, he's like sitting up on the desk. The yeah, freaking like The face huggers all like shriveled up on the ground. It's like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, like
0: oh, maybe maybe we did it. You know, yeah. like, maybe what something we did worked here because
1: uh, they kind of just assume that taking it out of its environment and like into an uh, artificial environment just kind of killed it. Yeah, they so they they kind of just go real easy with it.
0: Yeah, they tried a couple different ways to get the face hugger off of him. Like they tried like just cutting off one of the legs, the but legs, then they had yeah. the acid. Yeah, and the acid like burns through everything. Like even like four floors of hull. So yeah, like okay, we can't <laughs> fuck with that. Yeah, that's a cool
1: part where they literally have to go down the floors to follow the drip of the acid. To yeah make like, sure don't it doesn't stand under it. Don't make stand sure under it doesn't
0: it. burn through anything important. Yeah, there's a lot of cool scenes like that that are just like very much attention to, de- to detail. Like oh, you yeah. could have just had like a hot acid just burn and then you're like, "Oh, it's hot." Yeah. But then having them like follow it down and have to like try to stop it before it burns through the hole. Yeah, like those little scenes of like detail I really appreciate in like sci-fi especially. Mhm. Um, when you kind of can just like think about like, you know, um, like what the science of this would look like, like what the repercussions of it would be.
1: Yeah, totally. Cause there's always like people that like to nitpick that. So if they wouldn't have done that shot when the acid lands on the ground, they'd be a little bit, like that would have melted all the way through right. the hole.
0: And it does add like a little bit of authenticity to it as well. Cause like, it makes you believe you're in this world. Cause like oh, these yeah. guys are experts, you know, like they kind of think of these things and they're like, Oh, like they're dealing with this. This yeah, is interesting. Yeah. Totally. Um, and yeah, so the face hugger, like nothing is like seems to be working against it. I think that uh Parker kinda has like a good idea. He like keeps yelling, he's like, freeze him, freeze mm-hmm. him, like try freezing him, and they never try it. Yep. Um, although I have a cool thing to bring up when we talk about the comic book.
1: That's he pretty much took that idea, yep, ran and with it. It
0: didn't work though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well I would have if they would've known.
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to the comic book after this though. Um because that I think that was specifically meant to tie into Parker's idea here. I think so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we we should talk about Ripley a little bit because Ripley in this movie, I was surprised like how like I'm not surprised I guess, but I forgot like how um like she she is like the smartest person in the room like every time they're doing oh, yeah. things easily totally. because like, the the opening is like such a important scene I think when um when they're first like coming back from that alien ship yeah and like uh <laughs> and Kane has the face hugger on his head yeah and they're trying to get in like dude this guy has an alien on his head he's about to fucking die like let us in please yep. and Ripley you know it, it, at first it kind of seems like she's being super cold but yep. like rewatching this like you sympathize with her so much because like she was right at every step of the way in this movie. Yeah,
1: she could have prevented this from happening about eight times and without no people interfering. Yeah, yeah,
0: and everyone just fucking talks over. It. It's like, oh my god, just stop! Like, let her be in charge, <laughs> right? Because like it, it actually and funny with the whole coronavirus thing. She was like, well, no, they need to stay quarantined. If we don't, if we let them in, we could all die. And I'm like, oh, this is relevant.
1: Oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ash pretty much plays like a pseudo Donald Trump in this because he just breaks quarantine at every opportunity. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah.
0: He's he's like robo-Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah, seriously though. Yeah, because immediately he goes up with his card and lets him in, and and uh, Ripley's like, "What? What the fuck, fuck? dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh,
1: <laughs> See, he would have died if we wouldn't have let
0: him in, be like, yeah. well, now we're all gonna, now die. now we're all gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the twist that we'll get later. For I'm assuming <laughs> everyone who's listening to this has seen this movie. Yeah. If, if not, please, like, this is a classic. And yeah, hold, it's worth it. And if if you're the kind of person who like is like, oh, it's an older movie. I don't know if I'm gonna like it. Like, this holds up. Oh, it holds super, up supremely well. Yeah. Because none of the effect, like, there's like no CGI in this movie. No, it's all like, practical. Actually, I, I don't even know where you. Yeah, I don't think there is any at all. Because the
1: alien's a dude in a suit. Yeah. And the on like the weird stuff he does is all puppetry. So like right. it's all And
0: obviously CGI wasn't really a thing back no, then. No, no, no. So you had to you had to do this a lot practically, but that's what yeah, makes it Yeah. It's mo- well. I'm
1: pretty sure it's all models and
0: fucking right. all that kind of stuff. I will admit that sometimes the alien guy in the suit doesn't look perfect. Oh, Some, well, sometimes no. it looks like a guy in a suit oh definitely especially at the very end when she's trying to blow him off the spaceship I Oh, was like that's <laughs> a man <laughs> yeah okay
1: that was the one sequence where I was like ooh that looked bad yeah, where like right. yeah when he's like trying to like hook his tail back onto the ship and he's just kind of moving all the yeah because you see
0: too much of it and too yeah. clear of light it was never meant to be. like that was no, just no, no. a shot that just needed to be reworked a little bit yep um yeah, the tension between Ripley and Ash in this movie is really great because mm. at, at first you think Ash is just like maybe a dick. a dick or like maybe he's under like he's afraid like he wasn't ever like capable of operating under this pressure. Yeah. That's kind of the take I got from it at first. Like he, th- he, he's an expert, but he's like disappointed in himself that he's not handling this better. Yeah, totally. Like more rationally. Like he's getting too emotional about it. Yeah. That's how I read it at first. Yep. But then we find out he's actually a fucking android. Yep. Um, And we find out in a cool way because when you when they first start like attacking him and he drips like It looks like he's like dripping milk.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool too because earlier in the movie, there are a few scenes of him just like doing like studies and shit. and He's just drinking a glass of milk or what what looks like milk. Yeah. He's just like, ah, he's
0: a big fan of milk. I missed that scene actually. (laughs) That's a good call out. Yeah, I know. I meant
1: because once I saw him like sweating or bleeding, like the the white liquid or the milk, like it totally clicked.
0: Right. Either this guy's an android or he drinks so much milk, he sweats (laughs) milk, (laughs) which is gross either way.
1: Yeah, the way they do that scene is really cool though because. You know, Ripley's basically just calling him out for being an asshole and fucking up everything. And then all of a sudden he just rolls up a magazine and tries to shove it down her mouth.
0: Well, right, because what she finds is she goes to Mother, which is basically like the AI who runs the ship. Yep. Um, And she goes to Mother and, like, she has the credentials for Ash. Like, she basically told Ash, like, you're not doing anything. I'm taking your job and I'm taking access to Mother and I'm going to do your job for you. Mm-hmm. And so Ripley goes to the computer and logs in and she finds out that there was actually, like, the, the corporation who they work for. Um, I can't remember the name. I can't. It, it kind of seems like I get like it seems like a, like there's like a one big corporation is the kind of the take I get. It kind of like, reminded me like of Outer Worlds monopoly. a little bit, where yeah. like there's
1: no governments. It's all just corporations. It's all run by corporations. Yeah, yeah and
0: like in like maybe even like one big one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like one giant monopoly. Um, so. She, like, looks in the computer and she finds out, like, these guys were all miners. They just came to, like pick, like, pick up, like, loads of iron, put it in the cargo hold, take it back to Earth, basically. Yep. Um. But then she finds in the recording that they knew this distress signal was here. That's why they actually had them go out here. And yeah. Ash, the the android who they planted, was the only one who knew about this secret mission. And that's why he lets them in mm-hmm. when the facehugger is on him, because he knows, okay, this facehugger is going to bring us a xenomorph. Yeah, like,
1: the really, the real mission was to just bring back one living organism. Right. Which was the xenomorph. Right.
0: And, God, if he if he would have just, like, froze him, I, I, that's what I don't get about Ash. Why didn't he just freeze the dude and take him back to Earth? Mission accomplished. Everyone lives.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Unless he wasn't sure if, like, that would kill it. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. Like he was just like super that.
0: concerned about keeping it alive because he yeah. didn't know the rules yet. Yeah, he just wanted to preserve it. Because even though he's an android, he does make mistakes. Like, he didn't mean to cut off the leg and have the acid go through. He's still learning. Like, he yeah. doesn't have all the information. So totally, yeah. A, yeah. And
1: you can tell, too, because as soon as the facehugger gets on his freaking operating table he's just licking his chops he's like this thing is amazing right like, we're like, gonna learn so much finally
0: <laughs> yeah i think my favorite characters in this movie is obviously ripley i mean ripley's the goat i mean yeah she, does whole state every stage of the movie she's like making the right calls no one will listen to her and you're like please fucking god someone like listen to ripley yeah i don't know
1: if i mentioned this at the top but this movie is stacked oh like, yeah it's got so many people that's where i wanted it. to go with this yeah, yeah so if you if you have it ready yeah i got um. the harry dean stand in there who anyone who's a twin peaks fan loves him
0: Yep. I uh, yes. I think Ripley and um and and Brett and Parker are my three favorite characters, and that's um, Sigourney Weaver, Harry Dean Stanton, and then uh, Yafik Koto. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's like Ripley and the two engineers. They're my two favorite characters or three favorite characters, I think.
1: Yeah, I love John Hurt, but uh, he kind of really didn't do much because he was just either in a coma or having the thing pop out of his chest. Oh right.
0: <laughs> and, oh, and then Ian Holm is a great villain in this. Obviously. Oh yeah, he does a
1: fantastic job in this. Yeah. F- oh yeah, fantastic. Rip and mm-hmm. rip too. Oh yeah. 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 That was a, like most of this cast just
0: died within the past like 3 years. Yeah, unfortunately there's yeah. not a lot left Yeah. yeah. I, I you know what's you know what the best part about Ripley is though? She saved the cat. <laughs> I was going to say how's your favorite character not Jonesy? <laughs> well, okay, listen, I'm just saying besides favorite Jonesy. Favorite human. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jonesy is obviously the best. Oh yeah. I mean, listen, I mean he 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 will hiss at a xenomorph and he doesn't give a shit. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Sadly, he couldn't save, uh, save save Brett. He's like, "Come here, kitty, kitty, kitty!" <laughs> I know. Yeah, Brett was trying so hard; he just got nabbed. Yeah, he, he was trying to save the kitty, so now, that's, that's why he's up there on my list. He died
1: an honorable death,
0: right? And, and then Parker, I like just because he he's kind of like Ripley, where he like he constantly is like making kind of the right decisions and he has the right attitude about things. But then like people don't respect him because him and Brett are just like the two mechanic people. Yeah, totally. Like, you guys aren't aren't paid to make decisions. Go fix the pipes or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. they're just like the grease mechanics. Yeah, exactly. So, so I kind of like them because they're all just like fucking listen to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: which is another weird dynamic because like to us, like dudes who have the skills to like you know be a mechanic on a spaceship, that's like an esteemed fucking you thing to think do. You would
0: listen to them, but now, yeah. but
1: in their universe, it's like that's just the equivalent of them being like car mechanics, well, right? Because so it's because it's,
0: it's that corporation, yeah. Because right? literally the corporation like tells them like what their pay is, where yep. they stand, and they can't negotiate it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they even like the the only reason they go through with the rescue is because the corporation like withholds their money unless mm-hmm. they do so like it literally like forces them to go try yep so like they the whole this whole thing is like that corporation's fault because they they built the android they fucked everything up mm-hmm. they're the only ones who broke quarantine none of this would have happened life imitates art that's right or art imitates life <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even talk about Dallas, who's, like, the main the character. The captain? Yeah, he's like the captain of the <laughs> ship. Somehow, I mean, he goes, the he most goes down boring... pretty early, but... Yeah, somehow one of the more boring characters. I mean, I kind of like him, because he was like, I'll take the flamethrower, I'll go in the vents.
1: Yeah, he actually, like, volunteers to be the first
0: one to try to, like, get right. this well, thing. Yeah, so... Ripley volunteers first, and then he's like, no, I'm the Oh, captain. true, Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he goes up and gets murdered. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Um, that that scene is really good though, where he's like in the vents and then, oh yeah, um, and then Lambert has like the the tracker, like the beeping thing that just shows the dots. Yep. Um, because the the alien actually like draws him into a trap. Like mm-hmm. I think that's the first sign you get that these things are actually like intelligent. Yep. Um, because it actually like I think it figures out that he's tracking him and figures out that he's following him, so he actually like hides and makes uh makes dallas come to him yep so it's pretty scary that way
1: yeah the way they do that shot is great too because he's looking out one hall and then he, you get a quick turn and then it's just like the alien in the corner just fucking screaming at him yep
0: oh yeah that, that's a good like that, that's like one of the few like jump scares in yeah, the movie yeah. too where it like reaches out with both hands i actually put that as our twitter banner
1: that actually that's, i love that shot <laughs> like it, it's a little hacky because i'm not the biggest fan of jump scares but that was well done
0: right and it's got like the, the just the 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 shot of it reaching out it's very like a cheesy horror movie oh yeah it's a a a iconic shot yeah it's like (sighs) oh yeah for sure I like it a lot definitely um yeah, a lot of the uh, like we talked about, it, it, it aged super well because they did the practical effects. Like even the the stop motion stuff is really good. Like oh, the yeah. chest burster, like looking around. Yeah, I mean the chest burster jumps out and slithers away. Like it's really gross. Like I like that shot a lot. Right, and even just
1: like right before, because before it does the full burst, it just does like a few punches like through the skin, and yep. like that those shots look insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the, I would. If, obviously, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. Yeah, but if, right if you now. haven't watched this in a while, revisit this. Like this holds up super well. I, oh I yeah, I really appreciated this on the rewatch. Yeah, this was great. Um, I, I might go and now that I've like in the mood, I might go and like watch like uh, the second one and maybe see what other Alien movies. But I know that one's just, just gonna disappoint me because it's not like this.
1: Aliens is still great. It's yeah. not. It's a different style. It's right. more. It's more action because it's James Cameron. Right. But it's actually I really like Aliens. Alien, Alien Three, not good.
0: Alien Resurrection, I don't remember. And I might go watch Prometheus again as well, actually. That, those are the ones I'd want to go back I think Prometheus watch. is the one that reminds me the most of this. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, because it's got that uh, isolated horror, who can I trust kind of thing going yep. on as well.
1: Plus um, those movies, like the whole fucking
0: David, uh, Michael Fassbender character is just legendary. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look this up, and maybe someone on Twitter can help fill in the blanks for us here as well, because in, in Prometheus, and spoilers for Prometheus, so sorry if you, if yeah. you can skip ahead. We're going to do the comic book after this if you want to. Again, I always put the timestamps in the description oh, yeah. if you ever want to skip ahead. <laughs> um, but Prometheus, the way that movie ends is the ship crashes, and then they and then they find the xenomorph on that planet, mm-hmm. and then they all die pretty much, except for uh, David. the main character and David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is that supposed to be the ship we see? In the opening of this movie. Because I remember it being a similar shape. But obviously it's not the same. Because these were humans. Yeah. So that's the only thing that made me confused. Like, it's a very, very, very similar circumstance, like where the ship crashes and that's where they die. Yeah. So I thought for a minute that they were going to make that be, like when they like when we were watching Alien just now, when they walked up on that ship, I had forgotten about the giant boy, like yep. the giant guy in the telescope. Yeah, yeah. So I, at first I thought, I was like, oh, that's the ship from Prometheus. Mm. But I think that might not be it. I could be wrong there. Unless he tried to retcon it or something. Possibly, But yeah. it's just such a similar circumstance. I'd have circum- to go back. It, it's just such an identical circumstance that it's just weird to me. Like do aliens just like prey on crashed ships? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it maybe could, it could be a uh, fucking uh, living. Yeah, who no. knows? Um, but yeah, the Prometheus is kind of cool though too because it did expand on this. Like, at, like on, in that one, I think you know from the beginning he's an android. I can't remember. It's been a while. You, know, you learn pretty
1: quick. Yeah, yeah. I'll have
0: to rewatch that. Same. I,
1: I um, I've been really want to go back and watch. But just made
0: me re- want to uh, revisit that, and then um, and I do kind of want to check out those Alien vs Predator things again and see if they're as bad as I remember. Yeah, I'd be interested to do that too. But if, if as far as I recall, yeah, I think those movies are more fun to watch for the Predator side than the Alien side because the aliens just kind of get turned into the antagonist of the movie, and then the humans team up with the Predators, and I'm like. Oh okay. really? Yeah.
1: Okay. I I feel like that's kind of the natural progression, though. Yeah. I
0: mean, the predators are the ones that seem the most like willing to negotiate. Like they yeah. seem like the most sentient, definitely, like, or, or the... at least the more like have more humanity than an alien. Right. Because I mean, they even tell us in this movie the aliens are like remorseless killers. Oh and, like yeah. the, the the AI uh, uh, Ian Holmes character even says like that's what I admire the most about them. Yeah. Unrestrained from emotions. Yeah. Because the AI like view them as like the perfect like oh. organisms. Right. Because they're just like what can be the best weapon. Now you're the best thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that was really fun to revisit. I, I'm glad we I'm glad we got to do that. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this was a great one. Um, so we're, after this, we're going to be talking about the uh, the comic book. It's going to be Dead Orbit. Uh, creative team is actually uh, the whole. It was uh, written and drawn by uh, James Stucco. Yep. Yeah, which um, is crazy. Yep. Uh, so uh, we got another one of those combos, kind of like when J.H. Uh, Williams was doing Batwoman. I think that was the only other instance we've run into that. I think so, yeah. I feel um, like but it happens occasionally where the writer and the artist are the same person. It usually means, like, I imagine that's, like, the ultimate creative freedom. I was going to say, yeah, like, you got everything at your palm. Right, and, like, nothing can get, like, lost in translation. It's just, like, this is how it was always meant to be. Yep. No, totally. There's a pretty cool dynamic to that. Oh, yeah. Um. Someone else do the colors even, or does he do? Colors? No, he did everything. Yeah, it even says like story art and even lettering. By yeah, James lettering Deco, too. Yeah. So this this was a one man team. Yeah, fucking hats off, man. Yeah, and like the art in this is really fucking good too. Yeah,
1: I, I was gonna say like,
0: does he do other work like uh, for other people? Um, I haven't read a, a lot by him. I mean, obviously, I'm sure he does other comic books, but I don't know because this is like recent, right? This is a few years. Right, ago. it's really recent, yeah. Um let me, like see can, let me see if I can find ago? the year here. Oh right, right. Uh, this was released in 2018, so very recent. Oh yeah, very yeah. recent. Um, so yeah, so I'll have to look up more stuff. by this is this is the first and only book I've read from him. So yeah, I don't know, don't know the name. More. Um, but yeah, the art is something you got to see. It's got kind of like, um, not sure how to describe it really. It's got kind of like a blocky kind of. Uh, not I don't know how block. Again, we're terrible at describing art. So yeah, I deeply apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the I mean all of these words in very complimentary ways. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's, it's got kind of like a, a blocky kind of, um, like, it's very gritty. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's, it's very, um, like, the technology especially pops, like, when you see things. Yeah, very defined and clear lines. Yeah, or, like, um, and, and even when it's not, it's done very deliberately. Like, when you see this space station falling apart, like, that part looks very, like, grainy. Like, it's pulling being pulled apart like cheese. Yep. So, like, there's little things like that, too. And even the lettering is, like, has its own style to it that's very kind of, like, uncertain. Like, it's very, like, wobbly sometimes. Definitely,
1: yeah. Yeah, the way he does the lettering, especially for like moments where someone's you know in terror or screaming or whatever, is really well done. Yeah, it looks
0: like it's like handwritten, but like handwritten like like in a hurry. Yeah, like, definitely, but in a legible way. Like, there's something really cool about it. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it opens up this this it, the whole comic kind of reminds me of Alien a lot, but with a different kind of twist to it. Yeah, because it's very similar. It's like this crew on this ship that go to uh, to this distress signal that they find, and um. And they get led there, and they find these bodies like in in cryostasis, and uh, and and like they're like, what the fuck was going on here? Like something happened. And I don't think they know what the xenomorphs are. No, definitely not. Um, so it's hard to, to place where this takes place in the timeline. If this pl- happens like after Alien or before, or who knows. Um,
1: yeah, I would imagine it's probably, like, coincide, like, about the same it general. It could
0: actually even be before because it seems like the Earth knows about xenomorphs. They sent them on that mission to get a xenomorph. So, like, they must have some kind of knowledge. In the of, movie
1: or in, in the this? movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah I, I'm sure, th- like, high elite like people with a lot of money or
0: whatever know how right to know so, about so it. this actually could be before the alien movie even like yeah maybe this could be why they oh, sent true them. yeah who knows like yeah. it can tie in in a lot of different ways definitely um but we start out on the uh the station the uh, Wayland yutani um which we're told has a crew of six which a crew of seven on on in the alien the first movie so again very similar yep there's kind of a, the opening scene i kind of appreciated because he he smokes his last cigarette and then he's like fuck i'm not getting any more of these <laughs>
1: honestly like that that's almost the true horror
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: running out of cigarettes out of fucking spaceship no! like yeah like you're screwed man
0: yeah he's like well, you know, i'm not going back <laughs> that's like... he does end up finding some later thing right. right yeah <laughs> um but it's like that it's like the, like we talked about in the movie though it's like that little attention to detail like thinking about little things like day-to-day things yeah that, that would happen if you were out here like when you put stuff like that in a story it just adds such like an uh layer of uh, like authenticity to it where like all of a sudden like you feel like you're in this world like oh shit like i i respect this world now like this is real oh yeah real things happen to people like it it doesn't feel like just like you're telling me a story it feels like you're like showing me like a real thing
1: yeah they're not they're not just walking
0: from line to line like they're living their lives exactly Yeah. yeah yeah Um, but it, the twist that they have on here, because at first it seems like it's going to be very similar to Alien, like follow a distress signal, someone brings back an alien, now we're being hunted. Yeah. And in a way it kind of is that, but the twist here is different because they actually do find alive people. Yeah. they, And this is what I wanted to call out with the movie, because in the movie when they get the face hugger- uh, Parker is yelling at the doctor, like, freeze it. We can just freeze it. If we freeze it, we can take him back to Earth, and then the best doctors in the world can look at him, and we yep. can save him for sure then. Which is a great plan. It's a great plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and here, they actually they try it because we well, they we'll, don't know that well until- right we'll find out it's a twist later that they have the chest bursters in them yeah um but but that's what i wanted to call out here because i think it's pretty cool there's these three frozen bodies and they come across it and they don't know what the fuck happened They like, they just know that the carnage happened here but three people are still alive in these frozen tanks yep and they take them out and then they bring them back and and then the, that's when the chest burster comes out and they say like why did you unfreeze me like we, this was our plan like we needed to be taken back to earth as we as we were there was no other way
1: yeah and the thing is like they don't e- they don't even have time to like consider that they might be sick or infected with something because as soon as they
0: get out of the tanks they're all their skin is gone oh yeah like, they're they, just
1: like they're just skinless like looking
0: friggin weirdos. that was one of the more gruesome parts in the horror that I thought was really well drawn oh because yeah it's not even drawn in the way that I would expect burns to be drawn but the way that he does it is fucking it's just brutal as hell because like when when they go to wake them up out of the freezing pods um something like malfunctions with the pod as it opens yeah it basically just starts on fire yeah it basically just like this hot steam it's just like pouring in yeah no it's worse than fire it's literally steam yeah like hot steam like in this tiny bubble and they're like the doors are not opening like this should be opening immediately like these guys are being roasted alive and they have to smash the windows open to get them out yep um and when they pull them out yeah the art here is just gruesome as hell um because they they they're alive they start reaching out of of the glass mm-hmm. and like the way they look is just like it looks like their skin is gone like it like they're burned like to the point where they have no skin yeah
1: it's all just muscle and
0: bone yeah and not even just muscle and bone but it almost looked, like there looks like there's like like fatty parts of like the muscle in there too like i don't know how a- anatomically realistic this is but the way it's drawn just makes you like oh no i was gonna like, say that's their body parts in there
1: yeah like and i don't even know for sure like these are supposed to be humans right yeah Because I I didn't know if they're supposed to be, like, some kind of weird aliens or, like, some subhuman or something. No, I think they're humans because they have the
0: same kind of cryopods that the humans use. True, yeah. Like, it's all human technology in here.
1: I I was just trying to... I was taking too much detail from the muscle and bone because, like, it a lot of the anatomically doesn't look quite human, but I'm sure that's just different stages of decay and I
0: think it was done that way too because if you draw it like that it looks more uh, terrifying like, terrifying like, <laughs> yeah. otherworldly unexpected yeah yeah. Like, if you just do it like photorealistic that's like there's there's a difference that's between, boring like, photorealistic art and then like expressive art right exactly yeah, totally so this is like an expressive like this guy's been burned to fuck
1: yeah it's some great
0: body horror yeah exactly and like even their lips are gone it's just like screaming teeth and like, just, like <laughs> bulging eyeballs it looks like two-face yeah but all face all body <laughs> all face <laughs> I all body <laughs> so yeah they, they like literally that's why they have to, that's why they take these bodies back so quick is because these guys are like about to die and go into shock because mm-hmm. they, they have no skin
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah the doctor even calls it out He's because like, someone asked him he's like oh it's like how are they doing it there he's like they don't have any fucking lips <laughs> and it's like
0: oh yeah that's a good point yeah, so not good <laughs> And then, like there's one of the shots I really like about this. Um, they almost—it's almost like a jump scare, but not quite. Yeah. The—the the scene when uh, he's first going in, like to this ship, like they already took the bodies back. He's kind of just investigating. Uh, he's going through the ship. Was Lusky? Oh, uh, was Lusky? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, they I call him Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going through the ship and uh, he, he's looking around, and there's this hole in the wall, like a blasted open hole. Yeah, this was a great sequence. Oh, yeah, such a good sequence. Like, this is what sold me on the book when I was first reading it because he looks around the corner. And you see it from a distance, but it very clearly looks like the head of a xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got, like, the bend, like, the arc of, like, it's, uh, I don't know what you call it, like, that cone head that it has. Yeah, the, like, the the skull plate. Yeah, and so he looks over, and he sees that, and then he turns back immediately, and, the, like, he, he's, like, you know, his heart's beating out of his chest. And, yeah. And then he looks back again and, he, like, gets a little bit closer, and, like, there's even a hiss coming from it, like, <sighs> But then he gets closer and it's like a radiator. Yeah, it's like, like a boiler. Hissing. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it actually kind of resembles a xenomorph, even like the part where like the vents are kind of resemble like xenomorph teeth, like yep. where the thing would pop out, even. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. And so he goes up and he's like, whoo. That was close. Yeah. And then if you've ever seen a horror movie, you know what's going to happen next. It's the fake out, so that way he can turn around. And then yep. all of a sudden he hears another noise and he's like, Oh fuck
1: yeah like a pipe bursts out of the wall and it's just the
0: hallway fills with smoke and then an alien xenomorph just starts crawling out of it yep and then we get the money shot like probably the best drawn page in this whole book because it had to be yep um had it's like to full page spread of just like xenomorph crawling out in like full detail it's like this was maybe like the first I, I'm just speculating but this was made like the this was like what you draw to pitch the book Oh yeah but like here's how I draw a xenomorph.
1: Boom! Yeah, this is the cover page. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Like this is—I uh, don't know how you could draw a better xenomorph than this. This is perfect.
1: Yeah, and like, and with like the the smoke that's laced in with it too. Like yep. even just the design of the smoke around it, just it pop makes it pop so it's much. It's literally a
0: perfect page art wise. Like, literally, I, you could not improve that. I love, I love it. it. Yeah, it's so great. And even the one after that that they show—they um, don't do this a lot in the movie, but I like when they do it in the comic. They zoom out on that station a lot and showed the ship or the station or whatever you want to call it from the exterior oh yeah and that and that's such like an isolating shot because you see this just like lone floating like rock with like debris floating off of it because it's been fucked up yep and it's just like in the middle of nowhere like there's nothing fucking here it's you and this thing and that's yep. it yep yeah. uh, that adds to it so much and like the whole like one thing too about this book that that's um that makes it a really quick read is it's very very light on the dialogue Oh yeah, um, which makes it kind of feel like like the Alien movie because in the Alien movie, there's not a ton of dialogue. There's a lot of scenes that are just like atmospheric. Yep, especially in the opening, like there's not a line spoken for like the first like ten minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which
1: I feel like if you're doing a, an
0: isolation space movie, like that's almost key. Yep, or you, like vital. Yeah, let the atmosphere speak. So that's why it helps too that I think he's doing the art and the writing. Yeah, I, I think if it was a split team, there might have been like. Uh, a hard balance there. Yeah. But if you're doing both, like you can always use the page to tell the story. You don't need any kind of words. Mm-hmm. Like he knows what he needs and puts it on the page in the right order. It's, yeah. So you can make have that isolation and not even just the isolation, but when you do the chase scenes, like, like, it, like this, like where he's running away from the xenomorph here, like you could have taken away from the scene so so easily by having like an inner monologue, like a text box. Oh, yeah. Like, the xenomorph's going to catch me. I need to find somewhere to go. Yeah. Like, thinking about how he's going to solve the solution. Like, that's how like most comic books would be written. Mm hmm. Um, you know, with that. Because, like, how could you do it without the inner monologue? You got to know what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah. Which but, you like, don't. Exactly. Like, and, and so, like seeing him just kind of go through, and all you see is like the only words on the page are like his breathing. Yeah, like it's literally just over and over. Hef, hef,
1: hef. Which honestly is almost like more in, like in, uh, terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he, he like he doesn't he doesn't have thoughts right now. He doesn't no, have no. anything to fucking think. He's just like oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Yeah, and just the way he draws like expressions of like just horror and terror, are really good. Yeah, the facial expressions too. Yeah, especially. Um, oh, there's another good shot too. Right when he finishes running away, when he sees another one of the of the bodies just like bleeding and it's like dripping goo on the table, like from <laughs> under a cloth too.
1: Yeah, I know. He gets he runs away from one horror just to sit in front of another.
0: Yeah, he does a good job with like body horror. Like, ooh, it's too gooey. Oh, definitely, <laughs> it's yeah. too gooey. Yeah, I got the just the blood dripping off the table. Yep. Yeah, and then these people who they pulled out of the cryopods—they all fucking live. Which is the more—it's like that's more horrifying. Yeah, I don't know how they're alive. Oh, I don't know. I I guess space drugs, man. They're crazy. I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like they literally just look like screaming muscle skulls. Yeah, they don't
1: even have eyelids. They can't even close their fucking eyes. Yeah.
0: And and like the person in charge, like um, there's like there's like one there's like two guys and a woman, and the woman wakes up like she's kind of lucid, and um, she actually like takes one of them like by like a knife. And was like, why did you wake us up? Like, what were you thinking? Like, we had a plan. Yep. And, uh, like, whoa, calm down. Like, calm down. Like, we were going to save you. Like, we froze ourselves for a reason. Like, shit's going to go bad. And then the chestburster comes out of one of the other bodies. Yep. That's why they froze themselves, dumbasses. You didn't even fucking think of that.
1: I was going to say, so, like, go back to the movie. So, freezing was the right idea. You just have to, like, remember to get shit done as soon as you unfreeze them. Right. Make sure some (laughs) random assholes come by and don't unfreeze you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or at least leave a note. Yeah, leave a note. You know what? That's the that's the lesson here. Leave a note.
1: <laughs> Well, and actually, and actually, they did, because the, the woman who w- is talking to him actually says, like, didn't you get our signal? Like, th- like, we told you to stay the fuck away. And they're like, well,
0: we thought it was an SOS. Like, we thought you wanted help. No, I stand by my point, though. Leave a note.
1: Yeah, leave
0: a clear <laughs> a- note. A sticky note on the, on the, on the tank there, that would have fixed the problem. Right. They, they would have read it before hitting the button.
1: Yeah, you can't just leave a heavily decoded, like, uh, warning
0: message. Just leave a little sticky. No, if we've learned anything from the alien universe is that an SOS should not be vague. Oh, no, an no. SOS no. should be very clear. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) tell us exactly what you mean don't dance around the point here very vital (laughs) that happens in the movie too it's like wait this isn't a call for help it's a warning to stay away you should not be able to confuse those two things yeah
1: those should be very distinct differences
0: (laughs) if if those two things are confusable that's a problem (laughs) a very big problem (laughs) So yeah, so they, I mean, they're understandably pissed because they're like, "I'm a screaming skull now, and we died for nothing."
1: Yeah, and then if you want to add on to it too, so the first movie, there's one chest burst that busts out, and then in here we get two that burst out. Right, right because away. there's
0: three bodies. She's the one who woke up, and then uh, the other two. Burst out. Yeah, Yeah, they're already out. There's a level of detail, too, to the way they draw, like, the baby xenomorphs, too, that I like. Like, the page where they're kind of just, like, circling around each other and hissing. Like, the way that straw must have taken forever, because he puts such attention to detail, even just, like, the scales on the xenomorph. For sure. Like, each, like, individual scale has, like, almost... Ten or twenty lines individually on each right,
1: individual and, scale, and it's
0: not even a big panel either. No, no. Yeah, so like, th- there's a lot of detail and just like w- really small panels that, honestly, for a lot of people who read this, will probably skip over and not even look at that long. Yeah, which for this book is a crime. Like, I think if oh, you're definitely. reading this book, you got to read it slowly. Yep, because I think that's the reason why more people don't do uh like textless or minimal text comic books people just people read it too quickly there's no way to slow them down like there is in a movie like in a movie you're going at one pace there's only one pace to go Mm -hmm. a lot of people when they read comic books and it's a natural habit it's something you gotta like actively fight like when you see a page with no dialogue your instinct is just to go left, right left, right left, right and you'll get the gist of the story but you're missing all the detail like in the page Mm -hmm. which is what the whole point of it was if you're not gonna have any dialogue they want you to actually like spend some time on each panel
1: totally yeah so I yeah when to... i when I first started reading comics, that was always a big thing
0: I'd do and now like I like intentionally tell myself to like slow down when there's like no text right because you got to kind of like I, I the way I do it is I kind of like picture in my head like imagining it like a movie like, playing it out yeah, yeah like, how long would this shot hang if you were in, like watching this on a movie like that's how long you should like yeah l- pay attention to this panel yeah that's a good rule to like you know kind of make make it atmospheric like that mm-hmm. What's scary, too, is the xenomorphs. I don't, I don't know if they established this in the movie or not, but th- these two xenomorphs that are here, it kind of seems like they're not killing people right away. They're almost, like, storing them for later, like, yep. you know, uh, like, webbing up their meals like a spider and just being like, well, next time I'm hungry. You're next.
1: Yeah, they're just putting it on ice.
0: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's kind of, there's like a really scary page where like they're dragging him away and he kind of, he bla- he's blacked out because he like hit his head on the on the ship. Yep. And he wakes up from blacking out and he's just being dragged across the ground and he looks up and he sees these two xenomorphs just grabbing him by the legs and pulling him down the hallway. Yep. And, and like, again, there's just such attention to detail in the way they're drawn and like adding to like what's happening. It's just such a good page there.
1: Yeah. And then when he wakes up in like the spider webs or whatever, and then he sees the captain there like and all tangled up too. Yep. So yeah and
0: like oh, and the scene where the guy gets uh, taken and pulled through the vent like that was like the way they did it in this was like better than the way I than what I've seen in a movie so far. Oh, definitely. Because the, they and even the way they describe it. Because when he pulls him up, it's all in like one motion. Yep. Because in, in the movies, I don't ever see them like pull someone up through a vent. Usually, they attack like from a vent. Yeah, yeah. Like pulling them through the vent in one motion is even scarier. Because one person even calls it out later. They're like, he didn't have a chance. Like they must have broken both of his arms just getting him through the vent. Like they must be immensely strong.
1: Yeah. Like the force that takes like his his arms were ripped out of his sock. Right. Right.
0: So like doing it this way makes it feel so much more like you are the prey, like yep. you are the game here. Oh, yeah. Like like literally, they don't even give a shit. Like they're not trying to even preserve you. They just like pull you up like you're taking fucking like taking a fistful of like popcorn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like if you see one of these things, like you have not even one shot to like make your move. Like if you hesitate, you're done.
0: It'll be a moment's notice. They'll <laughs> yeah. Just drag you. Yeah. Yep. With like immense strength. Yeah. That's oh, That's so good. So the person who like they mentioned cuz only ch- chest bursters only came out of two of them. Yep. Uh the woman I think did not maybe she didn't have a chest burster. I don't think she did. It didn't seem like she did. Like maybe she was the one who was like you two need to be frozen I'll freeze myself last. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the way I kind of took it. Yeah. So she is like still understandably pissed She even like slices the throat of the doctor. She's like this is your fuck up. Yeah, cuz yeah. she
1: wakes up and she's got like him with a scalpel to the throat and then Wasowski tries to or no, uh and tries to like hit her with a, like a club or whatever and he misses and knocks over the curtain to the other bodies and yep. then the woman sees that her two friends like have ho- giant holes in their chest so she already yep. knows it's too late so then she immediately slits the throat of the dude she's holding yeah
0: she's like this is all your fault like they would have lived if you guys would have just not fucked this up and yep. she cuts his cuts his throat and then she makes a run for it
1: yeah and then was they're trying to think of a plan to get out and Wazluski's like no like we need to go now she's headed she's headed to the only escape pod and
0: we need to stop her yeah and they're too late she closes the door behind him and actually gets in the escape pod so yep. immediately when you're reading this i think especially after we just watched the movie I was thinking, like, okay, well, why don't they just do Ripley's plan? Why don't they just get in the escape pod and then handle it there? Yeah. And then we see here, it's like, oh, she's taking the escape pod. That's not going to work. Yeah, too late. Yep. And then you
1: think, oh, now she's just going to go away,
0: right? Nope. Immediately turns the escape pod around and crashes it back into the ship. Yeah, that's the... I was wondering about... I have a question about this scene because it's not spelled out. But do you think that she did that intentionally? Oh yeah, I Be- think so. I think so too, because it does kind of seem like maybe like they, the characters think it's an accident because the way that she doesn't fly back, like she doesn't do a U turn and hit she she does she doesn't do a U turn and come back and hit it. She fucking leaves the um, like the the cord that yeah, attaches the, it, the straps. Yeah, like she doesn't unhook that. Basically slingshots herself. Yeah, so she full bursts forward, and then the thing pulls her back and hits the ship. Yep. So. I mean, she, I, I don't think she thought she was going to live. I don't so think So I, I no. agree. I think this was intentional. I think she knew she'd be rubber banded back. And she was like, I'm taking this whole fucking station down.
1: Yeah, because it's either that or she just had
0: a big slip of the memory. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just a big I mean, up. honestly, understandable. She is like a fucking yeah, skeleton. She, does, she yeah. has no
1: skins and no, no skin and no lips. I would not so. be thinking clearly either. <laughs> yeah, be pretty difficult.
0: But still, I mean, I, I, it does kind of make sense, though, too, because she, I mean, obviously she doesn't think she's, I, I, if I were her, I would be like, this is my last stand.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not going to live and I need those two aliens to die. Yeah, and she so. doesn't
0: give a fuck about anyone in the station. Yeah. All, as far <laughs> as she's concerned, like, you guys are all fuck-ups. Yeah, it's <laughs> all over. <laughs> yeah. So she's kind of like, like I, I had this shit handled and these assholes came by. These fucking assholes. Yeah, I'd be understandably yeah. pissed. Yeah. And so, yeah, she, she sl- slingshots into it and, and fucking giant boom in the station. Oh, yeah. The way Torrenson goes out was really creepy as well. Yeah, that part was terrifying. Because he kind of like, it kind of seems like he just kind of gives up. Um, yeah, after
1: after the skate pod blows up half the ship, he just kind of grabs a bottle and
0: fucks off. Yeah, he, he's just kind of like, he's he's bleeding, like he's been fucked, he's has been completely fucked up. Yeah. He's just like bleeding from his chest, from his back, and he's just got a bottle that he's finished, and he's just like laughing. Just he's like, like Wasi,
1: what's up? Yeah, he, he's like Joker <laughs> laughing. He's yeah. just like,
0: ho, ho, he's losing his mind. Yep. And he's just like sitting there, he's like, and uh, and Wasi's like, shut up, dude, they're gonna hear you laughing like, like a fucking madman. They're coming right here if you keep yep. laughing like that. And he's like, oh, can they? Can they hear me? Like, what do I fucking care? Come get me. <laughs> and he, like, puts both arms out. He's like, come fucking get me. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they immediately show up right behind him. Yep. And they grab him. And God, he does not go either. Like, dude, he didn't have to go like this. Right. If you're going to give up, I feel like just go out with the airlock or some shit, you know?
1: Yeah. Or try to, like, blow yourself up with part of the
0: ship or something. Yeah. Or at least, like, grab a grenade and be like, I'm going in and run at the Xenomorph yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kamikaze. This, you're just begging to get fucked up doing this because they <laughs> grab him like they. R- they grab him. They like rip first. They like rip his mouth open. Yep, which we don't see a lot of, but you have to assume it's just like.
1: Yeah, they put. The, really they bad. do the fish hook in the mouth, and so you have to assume it's gonna be bad.
0: Yeah, and then they immediately fucking use like the tiny mouth in their big mouth. I yeah. think there's Probis- a scientific probiscus. word for that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and then they just fucking. Put that through the back of his skull. Yep. Um, Which, that's kind of
1: what they do in the movie sometimes, too, except it happens so fast in the movie, I can't tell exactly where they do it. Yeah. It seems like it's either in the throat or, like, somewhere in the skull, but I I can never tell. In the movie,
0: I don't think they had the effect, or at least maybe they didn't want to show it. Maybe it was an artistic choice. Yeah. Because um, usually in the movie when you see it, it's just like it's coming right at the camera or some shit like that. And you don't well, know no, exactly what where There was one sh- – the
1: Harry Dean Stanton one stood out because they actually show the proboscis like go into skin. But it's such a close-up and it's oh, yeah, so quick right. that I can't like yeah. decipher where it exactly on the body is like, supposed to be. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or what it's doing. Yeah. yeah but in this, he gets it right in the base of the skull or right in the base of the spine. Oh, man. The one shot here too that I thought was pretty interesting that I think is worth analyzing. When the three of them, the three that are left, are going to the uh, – they're going to the um – um it's a part of the ship um okay. the life support place yes. yeah um they're going back to the they're going to like the life support room and uh, Wazi like puts on a space suit cuz he has to go like uh, work on this ship and there's a part where he looks at like i, I think he sees the bag like his own bag and like his cigarettes poking out of it Yep. and like that's like that's his character flaw yeah yeah <laughs> cuz he he looks at it and he's like this would be me <laughs> <laughs> Because he looks at it and he's like, "Oh fuck, (laughs) I'm gonna listen. We're we're gonna. It's right there. I'm just gonna make a grab for it. Just take one second.
1: That's the last chance of nicotine I'm ever gonna get. Just let me have
0: this." (laughs) And I think that this is the reason why I think this page is worth analyzing because I'm wondering: Do you think the aliens were waiting there for him to go for that bag? Because it kind of seems like they were, honestly. It, it, I think you. I'd never
1: thought about that, but you might be right, because like... The, they're
0: waiting right above it.
1: Because then the door to that cabinet's open, and the cigarettes yeah. are
0: just barely popping out. It's like out, they're tempting so, like, him with
1: it's, it. Yeah, it's literally like a bait trap. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and as well, as like the xenomorphs, like at this point, like we kind of know they're intelligent, but yeah, they, don't, yeah. like, they don't speak a language we can understand. Like they are a sentient species. Oh yeah, they can communicate. Yeah, so like the fact, like I do think, like my take on this is that this was intentional. Like, I they, think so. They knew, like put a bag of human stuff here, and mm. they maybe not, they, they don't know his cigarette hook maybe necessarily, but they know bag of human stuff they want this this is their joy stuff
1: yeah i mean if you want to get crazy
0: analytical you know if he's
1: smoking in the ship it, the odor is going to be around and then they find the, the yeah. cigarettes they, they know the smell this matches so. the
0: odor of the thing he uses yeah so he'll go for this that, yeah that's a very good point and so when he goes to the bag the xenomorph grabs for him immediately and, that, and i think that's kind of what gets the um that's kind of yeah that's kind of what gets the other two killed here because one of them gets cut off a uh, park gets cut off from the group right before the door closes. Yeah, because the xenomorph comes up from the vent from below. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I went last week when you asked me, like, is this going to be anything like Alien: Isolation? I was like,
1: yes, yep. <laughs> um, um, actually, yes, a lot, a like, lot it. like that. Hell yeah, in um, the best I ways. That, I think
0: that even came out the same year. I think 2018? Isolation might have been a little before. little bit before that, maybe, Yeah. yeah. Because um, like that reminds me, like Xenomorphs going through the vents, popping up at you. You, you can hear them coming. They oh, set yeah. traps for you. They learn from your, the things you do. Definitely, yeah. Yep. So that, that kind of reminded me of it. Because yeah, they come up from the vent and they like, grab her and pull her into the darkness. You don't even see how they get her. You just see like uh, Wazzy like screaming like Park.
1: Yeah, Park! it's actually really sad. He's yeah. just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: fuck. This is like, I'm sure he's thinking like, this is my fuck up. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the confrontation does actually take him back out into space. This kind of reminded me of the al- ending of Alien One, mm-hmm. um, because Wazzy's out in space with the spacesuit, and the alien breaks through the breach like to come after him out into space. Um, which mu- which seems to imply that they have um, some kind of like cold resistance as well. I would um, assume, yeah. Otherwise, they would just freeze to death out here in seconds. And they can obviously breathe in right. space atmosphere too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so, he, like, the alien's doing fine out here, but the uh, the explosion does seem to like kind of push him out into space.
1: Yeah, because their whole plan was just to uh, 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 like get to the life support area and just blow off the rest of the ship from there, and then use it
0: as like a floating kind of like they call it a floating coffin. But yeah, they're yeah. Basically, like this is our only chance. Maybe someone will come by. Yep. Um, and so yeah, so he he blows it up, and the alien kind of flies into space, and he's not coming back from that one. Same way Ripley got rid of the alien too.
1: Yep. Yeah, but unfortunately well, cuz uh, he gets on the escape or the life support pod and then but to kill the alien he's got to pull out the main oxygen port, yeah. to blow it up. So then once he gets inside the life support room, it's like, "Well, there's like an hour of oxygen left." So Right. So
0: yeah, he's toast. It's not worth it. Well, I mean, we don't see him die though. So theoretically, if you want to be a glass half full kind of person, maybe a ship came by an hour later.
1: Oh no, he had four hours. Yeah, or yeah. The,
0: so maybe a ship came by four hours later. It's never know. Probably not. <laughs> you never know. One can hope. But yeah, the, I mean, the, it's it's that it's so like kind of like a grim, but like it's kind of almost like he's. It kind of seems like he's like he's accepted it. Like he's like I killed it. I wish it could have gone better, but fuck it. I can't change anything now. Yeah. Because he looks at the time he has left. He's got got four hours. He's got no oxygen, and the last decision he makes is like. Well, fuck it. Light up a cigarette. Smoke them if you got him Yeah. Like, that's only going <laughs> to cut back on your oxygen, but I think he figures he's yeah. fucked anyway. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting in any bag. So that's kind of why I thought that sh- shot was like, where it shows like oxygen critical and he's lighting up a cigarette anyway. He's like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm dead anyway. <laughs> Hell yeah. Go out like this. All right. And yeah, the final shot is the. Fucking zoomed out on the on the spacecraft, and not even, they don't even use the. This is what I, why I wanted to call out the art earlier, because when they zoom out on the station this time, or not even the station, kind of just like his detached. What's pod, left? Yeah, yeah. They don't even show the planet in the background or it, any stars or any star. It's pitch black. Yeah, him just floating through pitch black, and as this timer goes down, like it's just the lettering on black. Like yeah, four hours two minutes, four hours two minutes, and it just slowly fades out. And so that's kind of why I assume he's dead. Yeah, because it, it that very much implies to me that he's dead. Like the time fades out into black
1: yeah unless a day with sex showed up
0: to save him no, yeah. one,
1: no one's coming to pick
0: him up uh, we can choose to hope listen they don't show us yeah we don't if know wanna, for sure you can choose to believe that and it's just fine <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and I, I own this on comiXology so now i can kind of flip through this and they kind of show us all the variant covers too yeah and oh my some god great ones all of these covers are so fucking good oh my god uh, did, did you see the, I, I don't
1: think it's a cover, it's just like a, a black and white page and where it's like Wozlewski with in like
0: all the weird like webs with like a cat on his lap? Oh yeah, it, it, uh, with Jonesy. Yeah, d- is
1: that? I'm assuming that's supposed to be like a Jonesy. I think
0: it's, like, I think it's just supposed to be Jonesy, because yeah. that's not canon, like that didn't no, no, happen. Like so, there's not a cat in this story. Right. So, so I think it's just artwork of him with Jonesy. Yeah, for sure. I like that.
1: Because Jonesy's in, or I don't know if it's technically Jonesy, but there is a cat in Aliens too, or Aliens. Oh, so. is there?
0: Yeah. Is it a yellow cat? Or like an orange, orange cat? one. I, oh. I think it actually I it think it's supposed be to be Jonesy. Jones-y. It's they wouldn't just be. have another orange cat. No, yeah. It's gotta be. So, so yeah, so I mean that was that was, that was a really, really good fucking story. That's why I wanted to come back and cover this when I thought of like doing the alien thing. I was like, oh shit, those tie in super well together. Yep. And, like, oh it, yeah. And like you can clearly tell like this was meant to be like a reimagining of the first alien movie. There's so many similarities, but like twisted in enough of a way where this story very much earns its own footing. Totally. Yeah. You like, can tell he like definitely Took a lot of inspiration. Oh from yeah, the movie. Like, like this stands on its own too. Like you could compare this to the first Alien movie. I think oh, there's, there's equal merits on both of them. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Um. So yeah, I highly highly recommend this story. It's usually it's like it's on sale a lot in Comicsology. It's only it's like one volume five issues. It's a super super quick read. Yeah. Very good. Um. Yeah. So I highly recommend this book. Um. But yeah. So that'll be it for our Alien coverage. I mean, we we might come back to this. We talked about some of the other ideas we had. Maybe doing more Alien. Maybe doing Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Maybe doing something like that. Maybe down the line. Um. So that's gonna be uh, next week. Like I mentioned, we're gonna be doing Hellblazer. <clears throat> we're gonna be reading the first volume of Garth Ennis's run. I don't know the exact issues or anything like that, but you can find it if you search that. Yeah. Garth yeah. Ennis Hellblazer. I don't know for sure if it's on DC Universe for this one, but oh I, really? I, I do own Hellblazer in Comicsology, so either way, we're fine. Okay. Um, but just for people who are reading ahead, if they, if you need to find it, you, this one might be one you want to spend like a hoopla rent on or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then you guys voted. I left it up to a vote on Twitter if you guys wanted us to do, do the Constantine show or the movie. And so we're doing the movie. Oh, um, yeah, I have never I seen it. I don't remember. Any, I, I think I have seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. The, I only remember one shot of Keanu Reeves like floating up to heaven. And yeah like,
1: th- the only thing I know is like from a trailer shot of like him with like the wings or whatever right
0: yeah and I- I've heard I've heard mixed things from our fans on Twitter i have, um,
1: I've seen like since that movies come out I anyone I talk to about it either says it sucks or it's amazing
0: so yeah we we'll we, we had a couple thoughts I mean, uh one person was like, oh this movie uh sucks, don't do it. it's terrible <laughs> And then someone else was like, um well, this movie's actually I mean it's not a Constantine movie really, but it actually is not bad. okay. so we'll see I mean it's it's a divisive movie yeah. Um, make so yeah, the call th- that'll be interesting to cover so join us then and then uh, in two weeks from now we're gonna be doing the Halloween special so definitely mm-hmm. check for that as well oh yeah Um, and then oh yeah and don't forget check back this weekend uh, yep. th- uh, the anniversary episode we're gonna be ranking all the books oh yeah uh, so anything that we've done up until now so this will be applicable applicable as well oh definitely um, yeah. anything we've done up until now including this week's episodes will be count for that award show so okay. keep that in mind when you're doing your rankings okay Um, and-, and if you have any um bonus suggestions for things we should do any other questions we can do we're going to be recording that episode I think on Friday and then it'll be coming out on Saturday yeah so if you have anything you want us to add any other questions you have for us they don't have to be things for us to rank or like put on there it could just be questions for us to answer on the podcast you know yeah anything. To know it's going to be kind of like that kind of episode where we just kind of do whatever shoot the shit yeah so yeah. Um, so if you have anything you want us to add to that or any questions you'd like us to answer on the podcast uh, just send it to me on Twitter over at agents of podcast uh, anytime between now and Friday and we can add it to the the list oh yeah Um, i'll leave a reminder on twitter in case anyone wants to do that as well Um, but until then uh, join us next time make sure you watch your air vents and make sure that above all if you're in danger forget the humans (laughs) fuck the humans capture the cat make sure he's alive and make sure he's a good little jonesy and never break quarantine never break quarantine
1: that's you know what that's the lesson if there's one lesson in these times and from alien we can take it's do not break quarantine
0: yeah be a ripley don't be the fucking robot asshole (laughs) yeah goodbye